Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It is. What's up? Happy Monday. Good morning. Coming off a Ravens win yesterday. Yes. An early Ravens win. I'm kind of curious how early... Everybody started drinking yesterday. It was definitely by 8 a.m., I'll tell you that for sure. That's weird, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, 6 o'clock club. Let's check in with you first. 410-583-1065. We just want to say what's up. Good morning. To anybody that's awake and listening right now, you guys are pretty unique because there's about 13 of us here, and we just uh, we just huddle together. We say good morning, you know? We're like the early morning crew. Look around you. Left and right in the car. Not a lot of people on the roads, right? But we are, so... 410-583-1065. We will shout you out. Who's here, Jess? Veronica is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Good morning. Clever Kevin is checking in. Magic Mike is here. Amanda in Millersville. One in a million checking in. Bonehead is here. Christine and Aubrey checking in. And I met them yesterday at our Taylor Swift screening. That was so much fun. So Dude. much fun meeting you guys. Mama S. from Churchville is here. Terry Lee. Beautiful Beverly. Who else is up with us? Rachel here. Just finished at the gym. Up in Adam very early. Anthony from Catonsville, Mr. W from Reisterstown checking in, Karen and Amber, our Kidder Care ladies, Terrence is here. Hope a dope, good morning. 12 more days till vacay. Yeah. I feel you on that. Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Karen, Connor, and Aiden from PA are checking in. We have Miss Denise. Uh, who else is up with us? Randy from Arbutus getting some Dunkin' this morning. W from Glen Burnie, Deputy Chief 402 from the Eastern Shore. And Ryan, happy Monday. All right, we'll do what did you do this weekend? Just a really quick recap of all of our weekends, including you. If you did something cool we should know about, or if you did something not that cool, that's also okay. Like, I think sometimes weekends are okay if you just like, I did absolutely nothing. Like Saturday, I absolutely did nothing. That's nice. I, it was rainy. I'm like recovering from this concussion. I watched a little bit of TV for the first time, and that was it. But Sunday, let me tell you this, and you may have been there because Jess did the Made Me Maryland thing. Have you been to Hereford yet? Uh, it's like a little bit north of you. Yeah. Up in Towson. Yeah. So cute. Northern Maryland is the cutest place in the world in the fall. And totally. I always forget that until yeah. I go back up there in the fall. I, there's a hiking trail up there that I just want to do. It was pretty easy. I was like, I can, I can, I can knock this out. Y'all, y'all have got the best fall vibes. And I'm sure the same thing goes for, like, Southern PA as well. 
the folliest fall. It's like gorgeous. when you're down in Baltimore City, you don't really feel it that much. But I swear to you, you just go a little past Towson, man, and it's like, oh my God, we're like in a, a Hallmark fall movie. Like, yeah, this weekend was awesome. So cute. All right, what'd you do this weekend, Jess? I went to the pumpkin patch. We, a garage boy and I went to Weber's. I feel like it's definitely our favorite pumpkin patch out here. We had like our total fall vibes going on. Yeah. Um, I went to brunch with Lady T and Aaron from yep. Fox 45, our friends over at Be More Lifestyle. And then we were up very, very early for that London game against the Titans. Uh, and we went to Guilford Hall Brewery for the first time. Duncan had like a watch party event there. It was so, so much fun. Everyone was decked out. The Ravens band was there. It was sick. And then we had our Taylor Swift Eras Tour screening after. And I got to meet so many so many of uh, our Kramer and Jess fam and it was so much fun. Wait, so what was your first sip of alcohol? When did you start drinking? Um, I so I we didn't I didn't drink just because oh, we, we had a really this. really long day. But yeah. here's the thing, and this is why it's not weird, is on the West Coast football games are early in the morning, yeah, so like that's typical. You know what I mean? But out here it's not typical for like eight a.m. drinking. But also, know? but yeah, I mean if you're going to brunch or if you're doing like a fun mimosa thing, I'm just but it was it was cool. And I will say though, it's officially freezing. I felt like on Sunday I was like, woo, we are in it. We are fully in it. Remind Jess in February she said that when we're craving 45 degree weather. Okay. I still like it. I feel like that's perfect football weather but I was when I was hanging out with some people we were like, oh, we are for sure in the cold season now. It was very chilly yesterday. Game time was 8.30? Uh, kickoff was 9.30. 9.30. But that event, that event uh, check-in started at like around 7 a.m. Oh, geez. Okay. Now. Now. These are the top Top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. It was the second time in franchise history that the Ravens played in England, and this time they left London with their first international win with a 24-16 victory over the Tennessee Titans. The Ravens decided not to take their bye week following the London game, and the team will host uh, the Detroit Lions at the bank this Sunday, October 22nd. And the Ravens have been on the road for the last couple of weeks, I think three games in a row at this point. So this is going to be their first home game since September 24th, and the Ravens will play the Lions this Sunday at 1 p.m. Was it weird? Like, anything different between watching a game here versus watching a game there? Did it seem... What do, you, what do you mean? Oh, like them being in London? Yeah. I think, um, oh my gosh, that was the watch party I was at. It's on WBL. It's crazy. We, I think the difference in that is like seeing the be, the behind the scenes in London. They had Poe there and who was like doing a lot of Ted Lasso videos. <laughs> yeah. And there was a bunch of Ravens fans. So I think if anything, I think it's just so dope to see the flock here and also the flock out there. And they were repping purple hard out there. Number two. It has finally been confirmed. Duncan's holiday menu arrives November 1st. The holiday menu was leaked last week with some possible arrival dates, but the rumors were true. Cookie butter cold brew, uh, Duncan's holiday lineup, the all, all officially hit menus nationwide on November 1st, but their holiday sprinkle donuts, those will not arrive on menus until November 29th. So then, again, we talked about this last week, too. So mm-hmm. I guess immediately, and I guess I see why now the PSLs come out so, all the, all the pumpkin drinks come out so early because you really only get, I mean, really October, I truly, mean, is, like, is like the prime for PSL because the second that November 1st hits, y'all don't care about pumpkin no more. It's all about, I need my gingerbread. It's definitely a mix, so I'm, I'm excited. 
Number one. Pete Davidson hosted the season 49 premiere of Saturday Night Live. Travis Kelsey made a cameo during uh, the Fox NFL Sunday sketch as the only person who wanted to talk about football and not his relationship with Taylor Swift. Taylor also made a cameo later in the show to introduce Ice Spice as the musical guest. But what everyone is talking about is Davidson's uh, emotional message addressing the Israel-Hamas war. Take a listen. And I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? (laughs) Well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, uh, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. I don't understand it, but sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Tonight, I'm gonna do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Davidson's father, Scott Davidson, was a firefighter who died in 9-11, and and Pete went on to share that seeing terrible pictures over the last week of children suffering in Israel and and Palestinian Palestinian children just kind of took him back to a horrible place, and a lot of fans were just very thankful to him for opening up on on, on such a very traumatic experience in his life. So two things. Number one, SNL deals with a problem that even our show deals with at some level, which is like when you're here to, you're here to do comedy, you're here to put you in a good mood or talk about relationships, like we, whatever. Be an escape almost. Right, to be the escape, then all of a sudden, if you don't mention it, it almost seems insensitive because everyone's hurting right now, right? Right. So it's almost like you have to, and I think that was beautifully done. And I think that Pete Davidson is, God, he has such a way of being so emotional. He gets such a bad rap for being such a knucklehead. And he is. He's a knucklehead. But he does such a good job, though, at like being so emotionally in tune sometimes. He also didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like that was, you could tell it was really hard for him to get through. So yeah. it was it was very sweet. Beautifully done, yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. Okay, I need you to know this story has a happy ending. So please stick to the very end of it because if you leave in the middle, you're going to be very concerned about this. In Pennsylvania last week, they had to rescue a boy from corn. They had to rescue a boy from corn. Man, remember the corn song? I miss him. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? So good. God, that was a minute in time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this corn story is not going to be as, as light and fluffy today, so bear with me here. This is, I mean, honestly, it's a scary story, but like, I just don't even know how this happened. So, in case you don't know, we're a Maryland-based morning show. And what we've noticed since we've been here is the news stories get progressively weirder the second you cross the state line from Maryland into Pennsylvania. And yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. No real reason, right? Yeah, and we love our neighbors in PA. We have so many 6 o'clock club members uh, from PA. It's just, it's we're not trying to throw shade. We're just trying to discuss the bizarre things that take place. <laughs> it's just shedding light and really questioning what happens. Like, why do things get weirder? And like, you drive 45 minutes north. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Adams County, Pennsylvania. There was a kid, and they didn't say his name. This story's kind of vague. They didn't give a ton of details. But there's a boy that found himself trapped in a grain bin filled with corn. Uh-oh. And you'd be like, what's a grain bin? Because I didn't really, wasn't quite sure. Imagine, like, one of those dumpsters they bring in when they're doing construction outside of your house or your office or whatever. There's those big trash cans, right? Just imagine that. Yeah. But it's filled with, with corn, right? I assume he was just kind of 
Was flooring. Probably playing around. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. If you had a giant thing of corn in your house. How old is he? Didn't say. Okay. So, just imagine that. That'd be awesome, right? You'd probably dive into that corn. You'd be Scrooge McDuck right into that thing, right? Like, why would you not? So, literally, they get a call, and then one gets a call, and they're like, hey, my son's stuck in the corn, yeah. right? He was conscious and breathing, but he couldn't. He, they couldn't get him out of the corn, right? It's scary. First responders come out. They bring multiple firefighters, cops, everybody, right? 30 minutes, this kid, they can't get the kids stuck out of the corn. Can't this get them like out. This is like Willy Wonka gone wrong. Yo, that's, scary. that's another one. Like, how does this happen? So, luckily, they got him out of the corn 30 minutes later. Okay. Took him to the hospital. He's fine. So then that's when this police department goes on their Facebook page. And again, they, they posted a couple pictures, but not a lot of details. But I did some research into, like, how big of a problem is people getting stuck in corn? Well, all of it is no good. Think about this. Last year, 2022, 83 agricultural confined cases were called on. So mm-hmm. 83 times people had to get saved from corn or some other type of like, I'm in a confined area. Okay. Because people are like. They get stuck in yeah. it. Yeah. That's a 40% increase, by the way, to 2021. And y'all, y'all, here's like the scary part of this. And I know the story is like the headline sounds kind of crazy. Out of those 83 cases, 24 people died in situations like this. That's scary. So like, maybe this week we just can appreciate our friends of Pennsylvania for like this quick reminder of like. Hey, if you see a giant thing of corn... Don't go in there. Don't jump in there. Yeah. Like, people can die that way, right? It's a happy ending to quite a weird story. We call it P.A. So Cray Cray. Jess and I just got sidetracked behind the scenes, catching up with uh, with The weekend. And I, I don't know if technically this is how it normally goes. You want to explain? Well, I was telling Kramer, because um, I'm actually going home this weekend, and we're going to do my bridal shower there and my dad had called me telling me that I you know just to be prepared to help my mom and everyone get the house set up for my bridal shower just having everyone and having a lot of people in town which that's a very normal thing like any sort of like party or function whether it be mine or anyone in our family but I, I every every year especially for my birthday party you know I was included in setting up and cleaning and getting everything ready and the reason why I was complaining to Kramer was because I don't know if 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 this is like it, the the firstborn type thing where for my dad to call me in Maryland, um, you know, just getting kind of getting spicy with me about helping him get the house ready. And I'm like, well, have I ever not helped you do that, dad? And my thing was I made it a point to say, you know, my sister's having a birthday party that same weekend. Now, my sister doesn't do any chores. Yeah. She lives there. She is turning 21 years old she and she doesn't, she doesn't clean. She doesn't do, have to do anything that I had to do growing up. And I was like, and again, I also know that you want my help for the rest of the weekend and I will gladly help you as I always do. However, I'm not doing anything regarding her party unless she also helps out too, <laughs> because I already know how that operates. But Kramer brought it to my attention and he was like, wait, what do you mean? Why are you going to help get your party ready? And I explained to him, I've always done that growing up. So like 150 years ago, I got married, right? And I don't remember we had we had you know bridal showers we had dinners and everything yeah i can't remember one time nor if i think back to like any birthday in my life when it's something that is being celebrated that is you Mm -hmm. i've never once 
had to set up for it. Really? Like, that feels really bizarre to, like, hey, come in here and do all this grunt work to, like, get ready for your thing. And, again, again I, I grew up a little different than Jess, okay? <laughs> uh, my mom and I are still attached by the umbilical cord. So, like. Yeah, we have very different upbringings. I know. But I was, like, kind of shocked to hear that, like, Jess is having to set up for her own bridal party. Like, that just feels, that feels weird. Like, does that not feel weird to you at all? That Like, you would go in. Like it's it's a day to celebrate you, mm-hmm. but to celebrate you, you have to go do all the hard part first, and then like all of a sudden you just magically walk in. And you're like, "Well, I'm exhausted, but I mean, I guess let's go." I mean, I don't think so because any again, I I don't know any different, but I feel like it's a group effort to get the house ready for something that everyone's coming to, and so it's like if there is going to be an event, just for an ex- okay, I'll just think of like one of my birthday parties growing up, like back in the day. We would all wake up early and like all of us would clean and like I would do, you know, like the bathroom and sometimes if my dad had to do yard work, like if he needed help with that, like I would, you know, I'd go with him to go get ice. For like your it's, own party. It's, it's it's like a, you know, it takes it takes a village. Like, I'm a part of that village. So I was definitely given duties to, you know, put the party together. Lauren in Sykesville. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Does that sound right to you? Like you set up your own bridal party? I've definitely mostly been involved in setting up parties and showers for myself as well. Yeah. Um, I also think that sometimes you want things done the right way or to your specifications. Mm. You've got to lend a hand. And it is a group effort. Everyone should be helping. But I have to agree with Jess that, yeah, I've I've always been a part of helping plan. Um, I've kind of always had my hand in the pot, shall we say. Mm -hmm. And I also think that there's more responsibility on the older sibling, as she mentioned, uh, to pick up more of the slack versus having... Younger, yeah, I think oh, yeah. so too. You think it's a birth order thing? No, I'm, I'm a middle child. If you can't tell, I'm sure. I'm listening to show short. Kramer's like, I've small. never set up anything my entire life. <laughs> I haven't done a chore in my I life. I also think it might be more of like a male female thing. Okay. You know, like. Okay. So wait, Jess, do you would you want to set up for your own bridal party, or would you rather just walk in and everything was done? Just for spec, just for clarity here. Um, I wouldn't mind like getting to helping my mom get stuff ready because I also think that's part of the experience, like oh, okay. making st- like the centerpieces or all that kind of stuff. But as far as like the final product, I. Would would kind of like to be surprised sure. um but i do think it's just kind of how my family has always operated you know we everybody is involved getting everything set up except my little sister god <laughs> we'll say there at the end except her on monday we do something called mom's money motivation on our show and this is our feel good segment after this i can't promise it might all be trash after this um uh. we <laughs> we <laughs> We do this uh, because, I mean, Mondays are hard to get up, right? So we bring on the most motivational person that I know, all the way from Georgia. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. My mom just brings us a little dose of positivity. And if you, you like this and want more, we actually have a whole podcast. It's called Certified Mama's Boy. It's me and my mom. And that's over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But uh, for today, this is Mom's Monday Motivation. So what you got? It's Okay. It's from Frederick Koenig. We tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something we don't have, but rather of recognizing and appreciating what we do have. Mm. We are all so richly blessed. If you woke up this morning and you ha- you were in a bed in a warm place and you have people that love love you around you and you had food on your table, you are so blessed. And it's those little things that mean everything that we forget. We Mm -hmm. take them for granted and we just forget how richly blessed we are. So Mm -hmm. count your blessings every single day. 
day. Let me give you a follow-up to that, like a secondary quote to that, which I think of all the time. And this is like, this is like put this in your back pocket for when you need it. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yo. That's right. Mm-hmm. You ever done that That's before? Right. Like, like, you know, like you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, but this person has this. And you're like, well, yeah. that feels like crap when you do that. You know what I mean? Like, right. because you don't yeah. really ever like stop to really think about what you have going on in your life. Like, like mm-hmm. the happiness is happening in your life right now. Well, Jane down the street, she's happier. I mean, is she? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I've met Jane. She's, she's not happy. Uh, none of it. You know, all of us are, are struggling in some ways and happy in some ways. Yeah. But honestly, right. like thinking about it that way, like. Don't sit here and compare. You don't even compare yesterday to today. Like, how are you going to be happy? Like in this moment, like yeah. today, you know, yes. something I've been trying to do. Um, if something really upsets me in the middle of my day, instead of trying to fixate on it, because that's something I'm very guilty of doing. I will make it a point to stop myself and think of three things that made me happy mm. that in, in that moment in time. It's great. Whether it's like, I'm so thankful that my fiance did this this morning, or I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that I remembered to get extra coffee because if I didn't, I'd be really pissed if I ran out this morning. Just like, <laughs> just whatever I can think of to redirect my energy instead of just focusing on that one thing that made me unhappy because mm-hmm. there are so many other things that bring you joy. So think about that too, like as you're driving in, like to work or school or whatever you're doing, like like what what is that one thing that makes you happy you know you're in your life happening to you in this moment and i mm. promise you it'll like start your monday off so much better all right much better than last week uh this is mom's <laughs> monday motivation i like last week better uh we we appreciate uh you tuning in for this my mom and i also have a podcast called certified mama's boy over on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast so until next week love you mom <laughs> love you guys forever call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the best thing we do all year. I'd argue it would be, right? Well, probably not for Jess, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, it is. I lo- lo- love, love this for y'all. Y'all, welcome to the 2023... Maryland's scariest real life ghost story competition. Mm-hmm. We've done this every spooky season for the last couple of years, and this never disappoints. It's ever. scary because all the stories are from here. That's what freaks me out. So, what we're going to do over the course of the next five days is try to figure out who in this state has the scariest real life ghost story. And what does that mean? Well, this has to be a ghost story that actually happened. To you. Yes. You had some type of paranormal event happen to you. This needs to be personal experience. And it was like super scary. It's one of the stories you can like still remember to this day. If you can still remember that feeling you had during this haunted experience, then like, yeah, 
this could have been yesterday. This could have been 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. You still remember that, like, just paranormal, scary activity. And the goal is for your story to be scarier than the story you heard the morning prior. Right. So we'll start the competition right now. Let me give you our phone number, 410-583-1065. If you went through something really scary and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is super scary. And it had to be real life. Don't be making this stuff up. We can always tell when you're BSing us. Then I want you to call us, 410-583-1065. The winner again this year not only gets bragging rights that you have the scariest real-life ghost story in the whole state, Mm -hmm. you will also receive a Kramer and Jess trophy that literally says you had the scariest real life ghost story. So if your friends ever come over and that's they see, pretty legit, yeah. they see the trophy and they're like, "What's that for?" And you can be like, "Yo, I literally had the scariest real life ghost story in the whole entire state this year." All right, you ready to start the competitions? Hear the stories. Jess, who's our contestant today? This is Greg from DC. Hello, Greg. Hey, good morning. Hey, man. So Greg Thomas told us this. All we know about his story is he actually soils himself when he thinks about this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a good setup. Okay, Greg. Now are you ready? I'm ready. All right, we'll start the clock right now. Go. Okay, stationed at Dover Air Force Base. I was a military police officer. Uh, my friend said, hey, let's go check out Building uh, 254. I uh, didn't know what the building was. It was the old morgue. Oh, and we went over at 2 a.m. in the morning. <sighs> just walking in, you could just smell. And, yeah, the men and women who gave their lives. But you walked in, you could just smell death in the building. Mm-hmm. The, the most meanest canine we had, we sent it up the stairs by itself. No, the canine only went up. 10 steps out of the 21 and the hair started going up the head started bowing and the tail went between his leg i'm like nope oh, i'm out no i mean way. it and when the dog wouldn't go up there i'm not going up there mm-hmm. no 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 not at 2 a.m 3 a.m in the morning uh-uh you i get- mean just the smell of death just struck you especially when you saw the uh german shepherd's hairs just go yeah. up yeah you got about 10 seconds anything else you want to tell us uh, we went back in the daytime. The dog still wouldn't go up there. Wow. Oh, no. All right. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. That's 60 seconds right there. Can I ask? Um, <laughs> the Greg, obvious question. Why Why did you choose to go there at 2 o'clock in the morning? Okay, so we were on midnights, uh, you know, and me being the new guy on shift, mm-hmm. um, it was the old morgue, and someone goes, you do know this is, where all the troops from Vietnam and even during the Gulf War and everything came home to. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. And they're like, hey, they said they're 21 steps for respect. I understood that. Yeah, of course. Um, and at nighttime, the do- I, I, the feeling. dog only went up, only went up 10 steps. Mm-hmm. The dog said, and no, he sir. started whimpering. No. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, you know, what? if this mean canine won't go up there, I'm not going up there. And no one can blame you, by the way. I literally, I said, hey, can we lease the dog? And they're like, why? I said, because I'm running. Yeah. And like nobody because can if, blame you for that. It just seemed like, oh, they, like you'd be able to go on patrol like during the day for that one. You know what I mean? Like, like more like daytime only kind of thing. I just don't understand why we want to go there at all. Yeah. But that it has to be patrolled, me. right? It has to be. Like you have to go check it out, I'm sure. But like it just yeah. seems. Okay. There goes Greg right there. That's his real life ghost story. Um, if anyone can beat that, I want you to be prepared to call back tomorrow to see if yours will be the scariest one of the year on Mix 106.5. Good story, Greg. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. 
number three. Images from the war, the war in Israel have caught the attention of children around the world, and now school districts like Baltimore County are helping parents address this topic. BCPS said its goal, its goal is to provide resources for conversations about the global crisis in a safe and supported environment. Families are welcome to contact the school to discuss their child's needs, access to counseling, and mental health services. The information includes tips for talking with your kids about the trauma and terrorism, as well as how to support youth affected by the violence in Israel and Gaza. You know, Alan, our producer, has reached out to a couple local Maryland Jewish organizations because we feel the same way you do, which is like kind of this helpless feeling. And like, what can we do? Mm-hmm. We're having the hardest time getting in touch with somebody for some reason. I don't know why this is so challenging. So maybe we'll just do this the old-fashioned way, which is like, hey, if you can get us in touch with somebody, they can come on the radio and talk to us about like, what can we do during this time? And that could be like, a, a, that could look different ways, you know? That could be fundraisers. That could be just the way to cope with this kind of thing. Right. Uh, with some, even some of the school stuff. Will you reach out to us? You can text us. That'd probably be the easiest way. 410-583-1065. Because we know that feeling. We're feeling the same thing you mm-hmm. feel, which is like, okay, we're scared and we're sad. It'd be great if we could like put this energy into something more positive moving forward. Right. But I think we're all kind of like, what 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 do we do, you know? Number two. Google's Fright Guys page is up for Halloween, tracking the top costumes we're searching for nationally. There's also a new feature called the Costume Wizard, which is supposed to help you pick the perfect costume for you. The top three costumes Americans are Googling in 2023 are Barbie, Princess, and Spider-Man. Weird Barbie is the top trending search for adults right now, which is Kate McKinnon's character from the film. <laughs> That's good. And the top trending couple's costumes are Hugh Hefner and Playboy Bunny, Jesse and Woody from Toy Story, and Jay and Silent Bob. Yo, how is Playboy Bunny still up there? I don't Hefner? know. I don't know. Like, if that is you, will you text us and tell us why that's the couple's costume you chose? Don't don't get me wrong. Like, back when I was in college, epic, right? But, like, is that still... I mean, why not? Whatever. It feels... I don't know. Times have changed a lot. Like, do we still see Hugh Hefner and Playboy Bunnies as like, that's a cute couple's costume? I don't think people are trying to be cute when they want to be. <laughs> if you're, listen, if that's in your <laughs> couple's costume, <laughs> I want you to text us, okay? 410 583 1065. Number one. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, took the number one spot at the box office in North America this weekend. The movie took in roughly $96 million in its debut weekend, with AMC estimating a range up to $97 million, about $130 30 million globally. It's already the biggest concert film of all time, domestically beating Justin Bieber's Never Say Never and Michael Jackson's This Is It. With international numbers, Swift still hasn't beat Jackson yet. Eras Tour could even beat The Joker at 96.2 million for the biggest October opening ever. Crazy. Insane numbers. I had to go back and check this morning because on Friday, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just a whatever Taylor Swift person. I think just whatever. Um, on Friday, the movie on Rotten Tomatoes had 100% with like 13 reviews. I mean, it's still pretty early. Like maybe someone's going to trash talk it. 13. Still today, 32 reviews from like major uh, movie critics. Yeah. 100% still. So Crazy. I saw it on opening day and as a, as a Swifty, it is fantastic. Yeah. It's everything you need it to be. Yeah. When you go in there, everyone is singing and dancing in the theater that I was in. Everyone went to the front of the screen and they're just like singing and dancing to all the songs. I think what is the most insane thing, whether you're a Swifty or not, seeing it from her POV and being like, holy crap. Oh, like 
this is what like, she yeah, is seeing and, and and yeah like thousands of people in like the center of the stage it's beautifully shot by the way yeah. and I think what's really special obviously a lot of you've seen this tour everywhere on social media everywhere on TikTok but there's nothing like the, the movie itself captures it so perfectly and especially the moment with Kobe's daughter mm-hmm. you know when she gave her the hat and everything like that there's yeah. just a lot of special moments in there and I just I cried I sang I danced it's the best thing ever I we have a friend in Phoenix that posted the video of their theater mm-hmm. and like look like a madhouse. It's it only, so much fun. It only confirmed that, like, I need to wait for it to come out at home. Oh, totally. And I feel like everyone <laughs> should, because there's been kind of a low-key debate online whether or not, like, it's cool that people are singing and dancing. That's what this is for. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, totally. And also, shout out to all of our listeners that I met yeah. yesterday at our mixed screening. It was so much fun to meet everybody and trade the friendship bracelets. It was just, it was a lot of fun. So cool. This is Jess, and that was your top three. When your best friend runs out of advice and your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Okay, we've got uh, Anonymous on the voice disguiser for this one. Um, Anonymous, tell us uh, tell us your dilemma and we'll we'll give you our advice. Um, I need to know if what happened between me and my husband's brother constitutes as cheating. Oh my god. Uh-oh. What what what'd y'all do? So I've had I've had multiple sex dreams about my husband's brother and um, I just feel like genuinely concerned that like do I need to tell my husband I had one a little while ago that was like really surprising and then the last couple of weeks I've had two separate really inappropriate dreams once a week it just really concerns me for my marriage because I just, I don't know. Uh, I just feel really uncomfortable when I see his face. I feel like I'm hiding something yeah. and I'm just worried. Would would you, let me, I'll ask the question in reverse. I mean, would you want to know if... Yeah. Yeah? I just feel like it does maybe constitute like some sort of I don't know, going outside the relationship, but I also can't help it. It was just a dream, but it was are you, not okay. Are you are you attracted to his brother? I mean, he's not ugly. <laughs> I mean, I'm married and I'm happily married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I, Have you... I don't know what to do. What's your relationship like with him? Are you guys close? I mean, we're friendly. I wouldn't say we're Hello. super close, but... Uh, <laughs> well, friendly in your dreams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, but he's, that's... I mean, he's only two years older than him. Okay. All right. Uh, 410-583-1065. Um, wow. Anonymous has been having inappropriate dreams, mm-hmm. we'll say, about her brother-in-law. And now she's not sure if she needs to tell her husband or not. Uh, 410-583-1065. I mean, Jess, let's play this, let's play this card out for a second. Absolutely. <laughs> if Garage Boy was, ha- had some type of, of inappropriate dream about your sister Butter, would you want to even know? Honestly, I feel like maybe, can we do like, 
can we put like a cap on the inappropriate dreams? Because she's only had a couple. Because I'm also trying to think like, because once that information is out there, I'm saying you can you can never take it back. Like even like let's say you never have a dream again, and then you tell your husband today. And then it like ruins everything forever, or just or not like your marriage, but like just it makes, makes him feel uncomfortable forever. So I would just like maybe if you have a couple more inappropriate dreams, like if this like, becomes like number? a reoccurring issue, then maybe she's had two in the last couple of weeks. Let's say when you get to five, that's when maybe what we need to bring weird... a therapist in. But I would not. We I think everyone can say they've had the same dream more than once. So I say, if you have it a total of five times, and maybe there's something in your brain that's trying to tell you something. Four times, you're fine. Four times, you're like at the cusp. Five times, then maybe you want to cheat on your husband. But I just, I feel like I don't want you to say something too soon. I think I would want to know. Really? I do. I because no I feel way. like you. It would drive you nuts. You because you my couldn't fear. Come back from that. No, I know. But my fear is if I didn't know and somehow it came up later that I didn't find out about it. If we're gonna go by honesty is always the best policy in a relationship. I, I don't think this can like skirt that rule. So let's let's get some advice though. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Okay. So anonymous has been having dreams about her brother in law that have been inappropriate inappropriate in nature. Should she tell her husband or not? Hi, Joy from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, what do you think? Should she actually say something to her husband about this? I think she absolutely should not. I am sure her husband is having all kinds of dreams about her sister's cousin's best friend, kids, <laughs> <laughs> teachers. I have a best friend that's a guy, and he always tells you about the crazy dreams about people that he should not be having dreams about. Yeah. And we laugh about it. Wow. Guys do this. Okay. So Guys you're saying, do, do you think Guys because she's... about people they see when they're awake. Okay, so do you think because she's a woman, you're saying, like, she just feels bad about this, but this is something that men do all the time? Yes. Interesting. She feels bad because she's a good wife and a nice person that she has a conscience. Yo. But she can't control it. Okay, but wait. Hang on. <laughs> not, not, not men fantasizing when they're awake. I'm dead, Joy. That was funny. No, it's true, though. I mean, guys, you make it. <laughs> you know I see a girl walking by down the street. He's like, man, I sure would like that. Sure, they do. They're terrible. <laughs> So just and just because just because because y'all are y'all are asleep, you shouldn't feel more guilty. But honestly, here's my only concern though: exactly. is like is like what if this comes up later? Do you think it would be uncomfortable if somehow this came out later and like she didn't say anything? I don't think it would come up later because I would never bring it up. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the okay. list of stuff you're not going to tell it because while her husband knows that he's fantasizing about her cousin friends and all of them, yeah. The minute he finds out it's his brother, he's going to act a damn fool. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. just shouldn't tell him. Joy, Joy yeah, says... Listen, he don't need to know. Joy. Thank you, Joy. He, please call us every day. I need more of you I'll in my, my life. Best. Please. Thanks, Joy. Have a good day, guys. You too. 410-583-1065. Uh, hey, Brittany from Dundalk. Good morning. Good morning. You know, she has had multiple, um, we'll call them inappropriate dreams about her, her husband's brother. Does, does she need to tell her husband at this point? Or does it just seem pointless? You absolutely need to tell your husband. Like, if you dream about someone, there's obviously something there, and it's basically cheating. So you definitely need to tell your husband about your feelings. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't know. I don't know that. I, I'll be honest. I've, I've had many a dream about many a people. Inappropriate. And did, and did that mean that you were, like, in love with them and wanted yeah, to be with I them? I would say there's probably many, many dreams I've had in my lifetime that, that may have been weird, weirdly, oddly sexual that, like, had nothing to do with my desire to be with that person, you know? 
I mean, I hear what you guys are saying, but I was in a similar situation, mm. and my boyfriend had a sex dream about one of his coworkers. And while we're at dinner one day with me and him and all his friends, he brought it up in a joking way. And that's the only reason that I found out about it. And then two years later, he left me for that woman. (gasps) So, yeah, you need to tell him because you're cheating. If you don't cheat now, you're going to cheat later. And if you love him, you're going to tell him. Is that (laughs) so is that is that to you, Brittany, that this is like emotional cheating? If you have inappropriate dreams about somebody else, that's what you would consider It's emotional cheating. Absolutely. Two is. Two too many. Mm-hmm. One is one too many. I mean, I don't think anyone has sexual dreams of platonic friends that they would never want to be with. So the fact that she's had not one but two dreams, that's all the confirmation she needs, and she needs to let him know. At the very least, she at least needs to go to therapy and talk this out with somebody because wow. this is not normal. It's not okay. 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 Hey, listen. I, it happened to you. We can't mm-hmm. like, you know, we can't really say I'm it. I'm sorry. It didn't that's happen. not okay. I, I hate that for you. I appreciate you calling us this morning. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, Karen, do you think she should say something? Well, um, when she was asked should uh, how she felt about her brother-in-law, she should have said um, a, a solid, concrete, no, with no hesitation, I love my husband. I'm in love with my husband. I don't look at my brother-in-law like that. That's a good point. So I, yeah, I think she has something for her brother-in-law. Maybe yeah. that's what she should be telling her husband. Did you? Okay. Did anybody else notice that? That when then it was, I don't remember. Jess asked or I asked. Well, the 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 comment of well, he's not unattractive. He's not bad looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she yeah. didn't say like no. Or like she, yeah, she never like really gave us like this like concrete. So you wanted like a more firm of like I don't I don't want any part of this. I don't, I don't look at my brother-in-law like that. You know, yeah. he's my brother-in-law. I'm married to his brother, but it was. It was a little hesitation there. I did feel to, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 410-583-1065. Hey, Bree from Baltimore, good morning. Hey there. Do you th- How you doing? Hi, we're good. doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Good. I mean, do you think she should say something about this or just keep her mouth shut? So I kind of do because so I've studied psychology and I know that on the base level dreams and our subconscious help work out our day to day emotional stress, um, mental anguish, all of that. It's, it's our body's defense against us literally going crazy. Okay. So on some level. This young lady is feeling attractions for her brother-in-law. And the only reason she's having this dream or these dreams is because she is her, her, I would say, primal desires. Mm. On a hormonal primal level, she's feeling these desires. But on a mental, emotional level, she loves her husband. She respects her husband. She honors her husband. She does not want to disrespect him in this way. Okay, but he, and he, I think and that I like is that. something That's, they should discuss, and she should definitely work on. But is oh. it something? Okay, so here's the thing. Let's be honest. Even if you are married in a relationship, I'm sure you you run across people you know related to your partner or not that like you find attractive. That's kind of just human nature, right? So like, if she does yeah. have an attraction to her brother-in-law, is like, you know, is that a bad thing per se? No, I would just say I'm more so on Jess's side when I say when she says if it persists, it's definitely something she wants to, you know. Okay, so five dream rule. We're all on board with the five dream rule. If we have more than five dreams, that's when she needs to have a discussion. 
because at that point she it's it's becoming a problem. Wow. Okay. So you, you, she you may not be able to control her impulse. So yeah, okay. you, you 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 work or you you study psychology and you actually agree with Jess's stupid rule of five dreams or more. It's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's all about desire control. If she feels like these desires are starting to bleed into her every day, day-to-day life, and it's no longer a subconscious problem, yeah. then that's then an most, issue. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling us. Appreciate it. Of course. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Okay. I mean, like, imagine it for a second. Imagine you met the love of your life, and if you were to be with this person, you could potentially lose your career. Not only that... But your person is freaking married. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, what would you even do with that? You know, it's tricky. Uh, it's time for our talk me out of it update. He's going to get anonymous on here in a second. Explain his story, though, before we do. So he was considering just exploring a, a, an old flame. He and this woman worked together about seven years ago, but he was married at the time and she was not. Fast forward to now. They're working together again. However, now she's married and she has kids. Her husband was actually going out of town over the weekend and they had an idea to basically get together and explore things to see if the spark was still there and if it was worth breaking up relationships over and possibly him losing his job. So we don't get the update until you do as well. Like we don't try to find anything out until we go live and everything. So let me uh, let me get him back on. Um, uh, anonymous. Yes. So, did you guys actually end up meeting on uh, on Saturday? Well, we decided to put everything on hold and wait until Saturday afternoon, kind of to see how we felt. Okay. Kind of mm-hmm. no pressure. Mm-hmm. So, around 3 o'clock, I texted her, and I just said, let's just go ahead and get together. So, she came over, and at first, it was good. You know, the chemistry was there. And I don't know if your callers want to hear this or not, but we did end up sleeping together. Okay. Like, how did things feel, though, when it was just the two of you? Like, did it feel what you thought it was? I, I did. It felt good to me. Okay. I will say that. Are you, and are, you guys, are you guys just focusing on yourself or, like, is her marriage part of the conversation? Like, how was the mood before you guys actually hooked up? Her marriage didn't come up at all. We were just focusing on us, just seeing if, um, you know, because things are different at work than it is when you're alone. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I yeah. get it. I get it. So wait, so, so okay, so you sleep together, and then, so what now? So uh, immediately afterwards, I told her, I love you. Like, I'm really in love with you. This was great. Wait, um, how do you go from, let's see how this is going to go to, I love you? I think I've been in love with her for seven years, this entire time. Okay. And when she came back, it just okay. reignited those feelings. What did she say to you after you said that to her? She said, I don't feel it. No. I mean, right there in bed, she said, I don't feel it. And she left shortly after that. Oh, my God. And so now I'm supposed to be at work at nine o'clock and I don't know how it's going to be. I hope she shows up. Like I said, she's good at her job. But well, um, what does that mean for you? Like, how are you feeling right now? I feel horrible. I mean, am I responsible for her cheating on her husband? 
you know, was this for nothing? Oh, no, you're not responsible. No, 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 no. I, no, I, no. no, both of you are responsible. She, Listen, she's the one that had the commitment. I mean, are you a bystander for sure? But I don't think you can hold the guilt of I made her cheat on her husband. I think Like, she got in that I bed, too. It, I think it takes two to tango, and I think they're both responsible in the, in the decision that they made. I, I, would, not, I, I would be held, holding guilt of maybe I shouldn't have been with a married woman. I don't think that you can take the responsibility, though. She could. She made a choice. She was the one that had that made the commitment to her partner, not you. So, like, yes, it wasn't the right move for you to make. I don't think morally, but also totally understood where you were. I mean, do you just drop everything now? Like, what's uh, you have to, right? Yeah, I think we have to. Well, yeah. I mean, after she said that, I mean, how do you go from still having feelings to I don't feel it? I guess that's what was Saturday was for, and I guess we have our answer. I just hope some boundaries are set because it's also like she could have said that as a result of the guilt she maybe was feeling for cheating on her husband. And I don't think what would be cool is like no matter what happens, I just don't think that like this can be explored anymore. There's no going back and forth. Like she can't come to you and be like, well, maybe actually we should like go out to dinner or something. I just feel like both you guys need to move on at this point. Well, listen, when you deal with things like this, though, I guess that you have to kind of expect whatever outcome happens, you know. But listen, oh, that's a lot to handle. We just uh, we appreciate you calling us back and giving us the update this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 